Last Minute Show with your hosts, Annie and Nick. Yay! It's time to talk about the Muppets movies minute by minute. Today, we're talking about the Muppets Take Manhattan, Minute 17. Minute 17 begins with Patty and Cow Juice and ends with Kermit ordering some food. Or at least attempting to. Attempting to. Did you think those yeah. were people he was calling for? I, I, I totally missed the joke. Yeah, I had to listen to it several times because I don't, to be honest, I don't understand half the things that Pete says, but I think that's by design. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. But after I listened to it for a couple of times, yeah, it seems like Patty because there's no Patty on the burger and cow juice because the lady asked for milk, right? Yeah, I never got that before. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. Never. But that's that's why we're watching this minute by minute, Nick. Yeah, that was a big revelation. Like I, I never, ever in a million years thought that would have like, put that together yeah i thought he was calling for um like other waitresses or something like, right right yeah. yeah no it totally makes sense but once i figured that out i was like okay yeah because I, I i'm reminded of the scene in um what is it is it emperor's new groove when they're in like a diner or something and like they're constantly like they're yelling all the different names for things and at one point like crunk becomes a chef and he's like <laughs> did you remember this at all and there's like all these crazy names for all the all the food. I no, remember th- and I've seen that movie so many times, so I don't know. I, maybe I'm thinking of the wrong movie. I swear it was Kronk and they're making stuff, but yeah. uh, sounds like something he would do. Yeah. But um, but yeah, that's what he's saying. And and uh, you know, the more I watch these minutes, the more uh, understandable Pete becomes. But uh, you know what? Let's let's talk about Pete a little bit. Uh, yeah, Pete, played by actor Louis Zorch. He, um, unfortunately, uh, sadly just passed away in 2018, Uh Uh, but he lived a long life, born in 1924. He was married to actress Olympia Dukakis. Uh, Olympia Dukakis. Yes. Yes, I said. I thought you said said Olivia. Never mind. Continue. No, I didn't, but that's all right. I might have slurred that a little bit. Olympia (laughs) Dukakis. Um, so, uh. She, so he was a um, a Greek, like kind of, he was Greek ancestry. And uh, so he was kind of typecast into a European immigrant role. Mm-hmm. And one of his more famous roles besides this one was uh, Paul Reiser's father in the sitcom Mad About You. Oh, wow. Okay. I was a huge Mad About You fan. I never watched it. No, ever? Mm, no. Wow. Nope. Huge fan. I was in love with Helen Hunt. <laughs> the biggest crush. Nice. Uh, I thought she was hilarious and uh, amazing and Twister and um, uh, what's the, uh, why can't I think of the name? Uh, the one with Tom Hanks. Castaway. Uh, Castaway. Oh, right, right, well. right. I, re- I like her in... Um... As good as it gets. That's a good one. That's what that's. But, I, but, yeah. but this is a little bit, um, you know, of a of a divergent totally. topic because she's not in the Muppets Take Manhattan. <laughs> Has nothing to do with this movie. Um, nope. But still, I'm a huge <laughs> fan. Yeah. Um, and so uh, he was in that. He was on the soap opera Another World. And I like this credit. Yeah. Uh, he was in. He, I don't know why I find this funny. He played two different judges on Law and Order. 
on like two different uh, episodes, two different episodes, episodes. which is weird. Yeah. Why don't they just make him be the same judge? Like, why bother coming up with another (laughs) character, right? Like, are they in different locations? I'm not a Law and Order person. Oh, maybe. Maybe it's like a different location, and they're like, oh, well, I mean, seriously, from what from the looks of it, it was like five years apart. So, I mean, couldn't this guy reasonably have just been like relocated? I mean, come on. Sure. Yeah. That does seem a little silly. it, yeah, it makes me think of a lot of the time they 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 do that on uh, on the X Files. They'll have a, like an actor come back several years later, but playing a different character. Right. Uh, it, you know, it just shows to me that like the Law and Order crew probably just like really enjoyed him, and so they're like, "Hey, let's have that guy back." Yeah, he was good. Yeah. <laughs> um, he was uh, Frank Oz. Loved him so much in this movie that he brought him back for a role in Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Hmm. Uh, and that's about it. He did some Broadway, some off-Broadway, a uh, little bit of TV, as we mentioned. But, um, yeah, that, that's about it. I mean, nothing nothing huge for this guy. I think I think the mad about you in this role where it's too biggest. And he's got quite a, I mean, he's got a long resume. So definitely worked quite a bit. And right up till recently. Because he's got some credits on here from like 2015, 2016. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's pretty... It's pretty amazing. And yeah, I think he's great. He's very memorable in this movie. You know, I, he's one of the, you know, one of the characters that you were, that you remember when I, when, at least when I think about this movie. So he is, you get a lot of Pete's wisdom in this movie. I think we'll talk a little bit about that tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you enjoy his wisdom. Um, so he, and I think also something to be said, especially right up front here. Uh, like what we always talk about when these um, actors come onto the show is I think he interacts really well with the Muppets. Um, and he has to, obviously, because he has, he has to be around all the rats, but he also has to talk with Kermit. And you can sense a little rapport between them right away. Um, so I think that he does a pretty good job. Do you, would you agree? Or Yeah, I, I think that um, one of the great things about a lot of these Muppet movies is they let you know about a character really quickly um, mm-hmm. with, with dialogue, with actions. Um, they, they don't, you know, there's not a lot of, there's good character development, I suppose, but I mean, they, they don't take a long time telling you like, this is a good guy. This is a bad guy. This, this rat's going to be, you know, kind of a, a sketchy dude. Um, mm-hmm. This luncheonette owner, he's going to be a very nice guy that's going to probably seemingly help the Muppets. Um, yeah. They let you know that. They are really good at doing that. I mean, I don't think they do it in kind of an, uh, an like too obvious or um, boring way. You know what I mean? I right. think it's just they're moving the story along. We're like, okay, these people remember this guy because he's probably going to be with us for a little while. You know what I mean? They do a good job with that. Yeah, right away because, I mean, th- this character – could have been played different ways. They they could have had, you know, a grumpy luncheonette owner who, you know, was like, get, get out of here. You know, yo, you don't have money, you know. Um, but yeah. like right away, I mean, it's this frog, you know, jumping up to this bar and and the luncheonette owner, who's definitely a hugely busy guy. Like no one's, you know, he's like saying, hey, you know, where is everybody? Where, you know, who's taking this order? He has a busy restaurant to run and he's down on help. And yeah. he's taking the time to like just talk to this frog about the menu. Yeah, yeah, it is true, and um, it's just a really nice scene. And what does he say, Yankee Bean? What your favorite line, Nick? What is it? Uh, Yankee Yankee Bean Soup with Spoon. Yeah, that's my special. 
<laughs> you even yeah, get the spoon. You even get the spoon, which is important. I mean, many people don't need a spoon for soup. So, right. you know, it's nice to know that you have the option. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it just he's he's just very quirky. I like this character a lot. I think he's good. And so we know he has a Greek ancestry, and we have the Greek Greek salad sign up in the background. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just part of the kitschiness, I guess, of this diner. Um, you have the photos up on the wall, which behind him, which presumably may be family, um, friends, employees. Um, it's just a very yeah. kind of a. It has that 50s roadside diner atmosphere in the middle of New York City. It feels very authentic. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. At one point, Kermit actually does pick up the menu, which is kind of cool, but we don't see it happen. It's very convincing because suddenly we cut back to the door and then, we, and then we pan back over and he's holding the menu. Oh, yeah. So it's just a nice little trick of the camera there. So we don't actually have to see him pick it up, but yep. he's holding it now. Uh, and so he's studying the menu, but he's a little um, curious about uh, a new character that has just come on the scene. Um, this is Pete's daughter, correct? Yeah. Jenny. Uh, Jenny. And, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about, uh, the actress who plays her in an upcoming minute, but, um, we get an idea that like, this is, I think this is a really cool scene because you already know, like you said, that these people are going to be friends. They're, they're friendly people. They are obviously a close family. You know what I mean? They're chatting. She even like kind of touches the shoulder of one of the customers as she walks in kind of like, Hey, like a regular, you know, it just really sets the stage. Like again, very quickly for exactly what kind of place this is, what kind of characters these are going to be really effectively and very quickly. Um, And, you know, she's extremely likable right off the bat. So it's just it's nice. And like even how he kind of just touches her face. He's like, you know, I'm really busy, but I'm going to take this second out to, you know, appreciate that you're having a nice moment. You know, it's it's just a nice little exchange, a nice little scene. I agree. I agree. Are you a regular at any restaurants? Um, yeah, probably. (laughs) But nobody is touching my shoulder because my kids leave a mess. (laughs) (laughs) no i'm just kidding we're pretty we're pretty good about that but yeah not regular to this extent but i think that especially back in this time this sort of thing probably happened all the time right regulars i'm just wondering like i don't know many people that are regulars at restaurants like i i go to places where they probably recognize me and 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 i go to places where i know they recognize me they're like oh good to see you you know but like I'm, I'm definitely not what you call a regular where, where I go once a week to a specific place. Well, I mean, this strikes me as somebody who's in there like every day having right, coffee. Right. And, and there yeah. are those people. And it's just I, I just was wondering if you had any place like that that you. Yeah, no, me and my family, well, we go here every week. I not like that, but I do have a regular standing at the coffee bean in my work building, which I'm there almost every day. Okay. And they know me like they know me and they know what I order and they always have my stuff ready. So it's like every. Yeah. So, I mean, those sorts of situations, I feel like when you see customers over and over and over again, you know, like, you know what they want, who they are, um, et cetera. So, I mean, you know, this doesn't seem like anything that is weird to me. So coffee shop regulars are the new diner regulars. Yeah. Because like I said, maybe maybe she's just in there drinking coffee. I don't know. We pan by so quickly. I can't see what she's eating or drinking, but it looks like maybe she's got a little plate of something. Yeah. uh, And some coffee for sure. There's a coffee mug. Uh, So maybe she's just having a little bit of breakfast. I don't know. No, Um, but but I, I I do think that like people are more apt to be regulars at a coffee joint in 2019 Yes. Then oh, they absolutely. are like a restaurant. Yeah. yeah. I would agree with that. 
but like you said, this is the star- this place is the Starbucks of 1984. So it's <laughs> it works out, <laughs> right? Okay, I, mean, I found the title of this episode: the Starbucks of 1984. I like I that. <laughs> so yeah, um, I, yeah. It's I mean, yeah, we we have some regulars, and clearly, you know, the rats in the kitchen don't seem to bother bother this woman. She comes back, and she, maybe she enjoys the people, the the peoples. Yeah. As uh, as Pete would say later, um, well, no, the coffee yeah, is at Pete. Yeah, 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 yeah. We know the egg um, creams are supposedly good. Yeah, and an egg cream which I've never had, and it doesn't sound good at all. It's probably not anything a doctor would recommend you drinking nowadays. Nope. Um, <laughs> right? I mean, it's, it's raw egg. It's a raw egg. Yeah, you don't want that. And I would not order that from a place like this. Let me just put that out there. That's like going into a place like this and ordering lobster. You're not going to do it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but anyway, so uh, I, I think that all the details they have, too, of Jenny coming in are great. Like she's got her little portfolio, so we don't find out exactly what she's up to yet. But it's just a nice little detail. I like how she's got the portfolio. She's got the um, her little bag and she's 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 ready to work. You know, she's getting all ready. Like this is a sort of routine mm-hmm. uh, family business. I like it. Um, and yeah, she even has a like a little relationship here with Rizzo who's like, hey, where you been? holding down the board here so it's it's cute one of the details speaking of coffee that i did notice in this one are the in the top left hand corner towards the end of the minute the coffee cups and they look like these classic blue and white coffee cups that were in like every single diner in the 80s and early 90s yeah I, i don't know if you remember them but they're they like they're even like i think they have a greek design on them if i remember them correctly um, I want to see a close-up of it later. Hopefully, we will see and one. And they look like the same ones that I remember from my childhood, like my parents always getting coffee in these little takeout cups, and they were the same no matter where you were. And That's funny. They, they look like the same thing, yeah. I noticed, too, that there's a sign that you can see near the end of the minute where they also have kebabs. So I do like that they're kind of leaning into the Greek, the idea that there's this place has got Greek stuff, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's cool. It's cool. It's good. It's good. As so would say. what do you think in this minute about Kermit um, ordering, knowing he's going to have to follow that up with, I don't have money. I mean, which we kind of find out the next minute. I know it's a little bleed over, but. Well, I think Kermit, I, I feel like in a way he kind of probably expects to sort of take on the, the responsibility of that. Like, hey, I will work. Feed my friends. You know, so maybe he thinks that they are never going to figure out how he made this happen. I don't know. And mm. does he say we will work? I don't remember what he says. He does um, either at the end of this minute or beginning of next. I know that this part kind of bleeds over. Yeah, right. So maybe he does say we will work. I mean, I, I like the idea that he doesn't have any any shame about, hey, we need to eat. Uh, we are willing to accept your hospitality or your charity if you're willing to give it, you know. Yeah. Uh, I don't really. Is that what you're asking? Um, yeah. I mean, it just it, it's. It's kind of bold of Kermit, and then I think it's a it's a good leadership ability. I I, I mean, or he's taking charge. He's like, yeah, um, you know. I, I think cause there was this weird moment outside, an awkward moment where they were uh, talking to Kermit. And Kermit kind of exploded at them, but I think he realized that he needs to do something to he like he know he's taking that responsibility he, he yeah. knows that they're that they're putting this weight on his shoulders and he's like well okay i i have to make this happen the worst that this guy can say is no but we've heard no for two and a half months who what's another exactly one? 
Exactly. That's a really good way of putting it. I, I do think that for Kermit, I mean, as we, we will know forever, I mean, this is just sort of his cross to bear. You know, he's he's going to be the one who is going to take on the responsibility yeah. for everybody else. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it's a nice... Like, I don't even know if they do that anymore. Like, can you go to a diner and be like, I don't have any money, but I'll work. Like, no, you can't. There's like OSHA and there's labor laws and there's all these other things. Like, you're not going to be able to get in there in the kitchen and and scrub dishes to eat. You know what I mean? Like, it's something that maybe happened back in the day or does it only happen in movies? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I see this a lot. Yeah. I wonder the same thing because it's definitely a movie trope from the 80s era. And uh, yeah, I don't know if it was really something you could do. I don't know. Maybe yeah. in a city like this, they could slip you in and be like, yeah, here you go. I mean, and also it's like a frog. So, yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not like he needs to get like a work license. <laughs> so, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'll go with it. But it does seem like a movie trope for sure. I would wonder if anyone could actually do that. I mean, obviously it has to happen where like you eat your food and then you realize, oh, whoops, I left my wallet. What yeah. do I do? Yeah. And I'm like, you know, what do they do? Do they call the cops? I mean, like, what do they do in situations like that? Do you <laughs> have you yeah. ever done it? No, okay. well, I haven't you... ever. I've never been in that position. No, never been in a position where like, oh, your card just declined. Anything like that? Like it's some weird thing. No, not mm-hmm. that I can recall. Have yeah. you? Um, yeah, I definitely have been. Um, I know one time, um, like it was, luckily it was one of those places that I had been to a few times and they knew you, they actually let me go and, and pay at another time. Um, so I've never had that happen because it was one of those things where like, um, my card was, um, like compromised so mm-hmm. it wasn't like, you know, declined because of low funds. It was, the, you know, they didn't know, but which it was, but um, it was declined. Yeah. Cause it was, cause the card was compromised and the bank shut it off and it was like, Hey, uh, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, so there you go. Um, so well, yeah. I usually, if that were ever have to happen with me, cause I've had my card declined, like if I go out of the country or yeah. if I'm, yeah. change, but if that happens to me, usually it's solved with a phone call or you have a backup card to use. So like, I've never literally been in the position where I'm like, I got nothing. Uh, call the cops. You know what I mean? Like, wow. I, yeah. I have never had that happen. I so mean, I've, I've had the situation happen to me before where I was like, I had to go to my car and get my wallet. Um, mm, so I've had yeah. that happen to me before. Did they follow you out to your no, car? No, I mean, in that situation, there was some, there was like somebody else there. So I was like, hey, you wait with them and I'll go. Oh, like, right. I know this is weird. But yeah, that's not. Well, I mean, did you ever have the situation where you, um, uh, like, I always feel weird if there's, like, two people at the table and you both have to go use the restroom. Like, I, I feel weird doing it at the same time. I know this is totally off topic, but, like, you evacuate the table, like, and they're like, Oh, Wait, so you think people, no, yeah, I know what you're talking about because then people think you've left. Right, right. Yeah. You know, this happens to me often, like if I go out to with eat with kids, my daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, say they have to go to the bathroom or something like you have to go with them. You right. can't just so you just leave the table and yeah. you hope they, you hope they know you're coming back. <laughs> it's a uh, they usually know. I mean, right. they, this is, this is, these aren't their first rodeos. No, I, mean, I think no. they, they, they kind of get it. But um, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. There's always like a like yeah. an awkward like, OK, I'll go first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, we digress. Um yeah, 
So Jenny's talking about some sort of test that she passed, uh, and she talks about how she's very thrilled that they were essay questions. Uh, and I have to ask you, Nick, I mean, I actually kind of agree with her. I prefer essay questions to any sort of multiple choice test. What would you, where would you land on that? Yeah, I was weird too. I loved essay questions. Um, we're both dorks. Because I thought I had a better chance at at least getting more points for an essay question than I did multiple multiple choices, either right or wrong. Right. At least with an essay question, you can like bullshit your way through it. Right. Pardon my French. But yeah, you could attempt to. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to pardon yeah. your French. I'm going to bleep it out. So don't yeah, worry. Yeah, it's, okay it's okay to bleep it. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I, I, I agree with Jenny there. Um, anyway. Uh, so yeah, she's happy and she's back to work and we're back with our weirdos at table four who are discussing that they, uh, are, they all feel that Kermit, like just as we've been talking about, is taking on a little bit too much responsibility. Um, correct. I'm like looking through my yeah. notes here. Yeah. I, it kind of continues into next minute. Um, so, but here I want to say that I like where, um, the whole outer space joke with Zoo. Yeah. Zoo, he, like, that's the one thing he'll wake up for. Yeah. He's like, oh, what? No, don't worry. They haven't landed yet. Yeah. She's <laughs> great. I love it, good. though. Like, he knows that, like, this is coming yeah. at some point, but yeah. not yet. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> like, like, they've had <laughs> this conversation coming. before at some point. They haven't just, come yet. Yeah. 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 It's pretty good. Um, Which is so funny. I do, well, well, I just want to say it's kind of, I mean, I don't think. They obviously had any idea they were doing a Muppets from Outer Space movie, so it's not a reference, but right. we do know that it happens soon. It is a funny, um, you know, throwaway line, especially considering we have no idea what's to come. So, yeah, yeah you're right. Uh, Piggy, it does seem when Piggy says it's like t talking about failing, it does seem like it's kind of her first sort of reality check that, wow, we really are failing. You know, just kind of the way she says it. Um I just thought that wasn't it. Yeah, I, I didn't really pick it up on on it that way, but yeah, like she needs Kermit to say it for it to be real. Hmm. You know, it just I just I think that's kind of that's kind of how I read her reaction. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think Kermit Kermit ordering eleven bowls of soup is a nice sort of uh, thrifty order, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's probably the cheapest thing on the menu, so at least he's being responsible. Right. Yeah, I mean, he could have ordered like. Six kebabs. You're right, and that probably would have been a little bit more filling. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. If, I don't know how well Piggy would feel about that. So here's the thing: <laughs> if you know you're gonna order something, oh, <laughs> just saying. I don't know what kind of kebabs they are, but anyway, if, continue. If you know you're gonna order something and work it off anyway, why be budget conscious about it? Because then you have to work less. Well, that's fair. I mean, time is money, man. They got, they have auditions to go to. I don't know. Maybe, they're, <laughs> maybe they're giving up at this point. We'll, we'll find out. Uh, we'll find out yeah. definitely tomorrow. Are you done with minute seventeen? You have anything else to add? Nope. Uh, well, thanks you guys for listening to minute seventeen. We will be back with you tomorrow with minute eighteen of Muppet Take Manhattan. Uh, see you tomorrow on Muppets Minute.